0: 7 of WTF Animate, the show where I don't even get that drunk. I'm as ever
1: your host, Joe, and joining me is Travis. I do get that drunk, but uh, not this time, because I am dying of the plague, you guys. I mean, it's
0: fine. There's only going to be, like, half of our audio littered with plague. It's not as though we have a guest who is also sick. Yeah,
1: that's definitely not a thing.
2: Hey, Danielle. i got bad <laughs> news, guys. <laughs> So, welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Agreeing to do this dumb thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, Travis and I both live in the same state, and uh, the plague has settled over everything.
1: Yes, it really has. It's no good. (laughs) Not a a good time. And I get to be vaguely healthy. (laughs) Sure, bastard.
0: If only there was some kind of magical cure for your
1: illness. (laughs) Okay. Oh,
2: the BTF anime where Joe reaches? That
1: was that was a reach, but that was that was a reach, buddy.
2: <laughs> it's like a nineteen eighties aerobics video. Reach, reach.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm feeling very attacked right now.
2: <laughs> Everyone
1: wearing <Sometimes>. thong leotards. <laughs> I'll hug you later, buddy. It's fine. You're in a safe space.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Danielle, what did? you want us to watch for your guest episode
2: today we are watching flying witch episode four it, i can't remember the title because it's a lengthy japanese title and i'm sick
1: uh something about fortune tellers and cherry blossoms and it,
2: it, it was a whole <laughs> thing
0: <laughs> look apart from one aspect of the show they pretty much told you everything that happens in this episode
2: yeah well that's slice of life for you there's a very big
0: thing that happens
2: yeah
1: so shall shall we kick it off
2: Uh, I was
0: just going to ask, because I haven't watched this show, and obviously Travis hasn't. Uh, I think I could pick up a few things from Context Clues, but Danielle, is that like a quick summation?
2: Okay, um, Flying Witch is a slice-of-life anime, very much in the style of Studio Ghibli's Kiki's Delivery Service, with kind of the sort of laid-back, low-stakes, lack of plot, (laughs) I guess you could say of more typical slice-of-life shows, or more long-form, like Aria. Um, people always say Azamagadao but I haven't seen that one. Uh,
0: I mean, I hear that that is an anime that exists. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's in AMV hell, but that's my experience.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, but Flying Witch focuses on a 16-year-old girl named Makoto, who travels from the big city to stay with some distant relatives in the country to study away from her uh, her immediate family to be a witch. She's already a witch, but she's like a, a, a journeyman. So she's she was an apprentice, now she's a journeyman, and she's gone off to sort of practice and learn on her own and sort of find her own feet. And these are the little uh, adventures and misadventures of her and her family and friends.
0: I I don't see how anyone could hate this.
2: It's very sweet and relaxing. It's like anti-stress. That's a trap.
1: I'm be- I'm being baited.
2: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Let's let's talk a bit more about the episode. So, well, let's actually start talking about the episode rather. So we open up on cherry blossoms uh, falling into some sort of lake, and immediately I'm invested because this show looks fucking gorgeous. So <laughs> yeah, beautiful. that. Uh-
1: The petals falling down, that was beautiful.
2: Incidentally, it's a fortune teller veiled in cherry blossoms.
1: See? I I knew there was fortune tellers and cherry blossoms somewhere in
2: there. Point for Travis. (laughs) So, um, we have uh,
0: Makoto walking along to the, like, cherry blossom viewing festival with her, like, these distant relatives.
2: Uh, they call them her cousins. They're, like, second or third cousins, but they are her cousins
0: who like just live in the country so we have chinatsu and Kei. Yep,
2: and chinatsu is the best and i love her and she's perfect and wonderful
0: <laughs> she is very small very innocent and i like her a lot
2: she's the best <laughs> oh god she's actually the best she's like chinatsu is this six-year-old girl i think she's six and uh she's basically like the audience insert character uh, she's reacting to all of this witchcraft and magic and stuff with wide eyed childlike innocence because she is an innocent child. And in the first episode, she's like super freaked out and, uh, and like panicky about all the weird witchy stuff about her cousin Makoto. And then by, by about episode three, she's like, oh, this is actually super, super cool. And then later on, um, she, she gets like super into it, but in the most adorable and innocent way.
0: That's definitely an interesting pick for kind of like your audience surrogate. Because I think like in most shows, it would mo- it would revolve around the kind of more straight, like the straight man who is would-be K in this circumstance. But I, I like that even with as little as I've seen about this show, like just the art style and the direction and the kind of... It's funny, uh, I think, like a six-year-old... Being the audience surrogate works super well, if that uh, carries on throughout the rest of the show.
2: I mean, I, I could tell you. I don't know if you want me to tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I'll get around to watching this. It is the point. best
2: for after a hard day.
0: This show is adorable, and I really like Slice of Life, and I love that just like Supernatural is in it, and it still like holds super, uh, Slice of Life, but I'm sure that's much more of a discussion for the end point. So they come across a, like, a castle um uh hirosaki castle and they try to get a picture with it so they get this old woman and she has a shiba puppy which is great and i guess
2: foreshadowing sort of yeah (laughs) yeah
0: uh she takes a very bad picture from there we go to the opening which
2: i would like to point out though uh before that whole picture scene with the old woman uh, there's this line where Makoto is saying how beautiful the cherry blossoms are, and Shinatsu just without missing a beat goes, "But you're more beautiful though." She is a pickup
1: <laughs> artist as well as a little girl. Her like... brother's
2: like, "Where'd you learn that line?" <laughs> just,
1: yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't be uh, hitting on your cousin. That's kind of weird.
2: Except she's really not <laughs> hitting on her cousin. She's just like she's just super super positive about everybody and everything.
0: Or if you want to go the other way, it's the south of Japan and
2: <laughs> There you uh, go. They they do make kind of a, a bit of a joke about that, uh, at points throughout the show because Chinatsu and Kei's father has a really thick accent, and every time Makoto tries to talk to him to ask him like farming advice or if she can use something on the property, like he talks to her and she just has this completely blank look. And she's like, I am so sorry. I don't understand what you're saying to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we go into the opening, which is generic slice of
2: life opening, except for some reason, all the outlines are in green. And I love the song so much. And also the, the opening changes throughout the show to incorporate uh, characters that you just met.
0: So they show off some characters and like, there's like weird monsters and stuff, but also like a ghost?
2: S- sort of. Um, there's, there's a couple of things that could be termed ghosts. One of them actually is a ghost. Uh, one of them is the spirit of springtime. Sure. Like the, the harbinger of <laughs> okay. spring he's called. And he's the one with like the weird owl face.
0: Uh, so we're, from the opening, we go to people having fun at a festival. Like there's a lot of talk about food, mm-hmm. which, you know, just made me hungry.
2: Which proves that people are people, the world around, and when you go to a festival, fair, or carnival, what you want is fried food and terrible sweets.
0: That's the one universal truth that binds humanity. Yeah, uh, (laughs) Chinatsu's,
2: at one point, says, how can I have fun if I don't have cotton candy? And she's right. (laughs) Yep, Uh,
1: if you go to a fair, you kind of want to eat like a Scotsman. (laughs) All deep fried, all the way down.
0: (laughs) With Slice of Life, it kind of gets a bit difficult Because we just, like, list everything that happens You know, they enjoy the fair Like, there's a lot of cute banter
2: Yeah, when they they drag Kay into the haunted house
0: Which we don't get to see anything of And I was very disappointed how, like, this kind of very cutesy art style Like, just betrays horrible things But it does later on, I'm just (laughs) realising There's a terrifying dog face later (laughs) Yep, yep so, they, you know, all this stuff happens and they meet uh, the titular fortune teller who is wearing an interesting outfit.
2: Yeah, she looks like a member of Organization 13. Hey,
0: I, I, I get that, right? Yes. I,
2: I do not. <laughs> Have you been listening to Kingdom Smarts? Yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Because <laughs> I, too, do not understand that entire property and
1: it baffles
0: me. It's very Japanese.
1: <laughs> Anyways. So we have we have our fortune teller uh, and the cute hamster that's playing with the tarot deck.
2: Yeah, that's a that's her familiar.
0: So she gives her name to this fortune teller. Apparently, it's relevant for fortune telling. And the fortune teller like freaks out after Chinatsu like asks her a thousand questions.
2: <laughs> well, first Chinatsu introduces herself by pretending to be the giant stuffed bear. She won at the lottery that Kay said nobody wins. Yeah. I'm just too lucky.
1: Side point, if if you were at a fortune teller and they started to flip shit like uh this one did, uh, w- <laughs> would you would you continue to hang out at the desk? I mean, th- there's definitely like some power like li- like some purple miasma coming off the fortune teller at one point. There's maniacal laughing. I would have been like, "All right, well, I'm going to go over here. Why don't you stay right there?"
2: I mean, they've already seen so much weirder in this show. <laughs> I mean that is fair but like Charvis and I have not.
0: And as far as I'm concerned this is just a crazy one-eyed woman who is demanding that she give that like Makoto give her her social security <laughs> number and then dabs.
1: Yeah, it's kind of true. It's kind of true.
0: The footage starts asking about uh Akane who is uh Makoto's sister and uh gets very excited. We get this flashback with uh, Makoto's sister, and the whole time we don't see, like, the, I guess, narrator's face, they're getting drunk. At-
2: uh, we learn that her name is Inukai here, because uh, Akane calls her that. Inukai.
0: And look, I've watched enough anime to know that Inu means dog,
2: so uh-huh.
0: there is a link there. Oh! Who knows what it could possibly be?
2: <laughs>
1: Surely not I.
2: <laughs> this is also where we learn that... Um, that Makoto was considering coming to this part of Japan to study on her own and Akane was scoping it out for her a year ahead of time she's she's being a responsible older sister after a fashion mm,
0: i would not call her responsible
2: no 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 one should call Akane responsible if she didn't have that cat she would be <laughs> hopeless
0: watching one episode and just like witches are a thing that exists in this world and like people can be dog people there's a lot of in in the, like this episode four obviously there's a bunch of stuff that precedes it that just makes me curious about the world like i'm assuming that magic isn't like known to the general populace but there is some kind of training regimen there's like witches.
2: a statute of secrecy for witches but it's more of a tradition than a rule so like makoto tells people left and right as long as like she knows them personally and likes them there's no like hard and fast rule about it it's just kind of traditional like Customary, okay.
1: Because I know uh, Akane uh, at one point in the episode uh, literally tells her that she she can't use magic because she'll get arrested.
2: That's more the kind of uh, the kind of magic Akane does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, are we talking like sex magic? No, or...
2: <laughs> but like the kind of magic that we actually see her do uh, inadvertently. But like she's very. <laughs> In she's way. very flashy and she's very reckless and she's extremely powerful and like you can't just go around turning people into things that aren't people and get away with it like, says either, you <laughs> either the the regular authorities would lock her up for being a public menace or like some witchcraft authorities would lock her up for being a public menace witchcraft <laughs> i'd watch that show
0: I need to see this anime. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I'll watch that with
1: you, but I like Joe's idea better of accidental sex magic. The, the hapless accidental sex magic worker. We did not get that in this episode at all.
2: No, that's that is not, not the not kind thing. of show we're watching.
0: Look, I don't want a six-year-old child staring in, like, innocent wonderment at sex magic. That is not a thing I'm into. <laughs>
1: Doesn't everybody stare in innocent wonderment at sex magic?
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, I but think... I walk as far away as humanly possible.
0: <laughs> Travis, in his old age, leads a very different life. I get on a plane
2: and fly away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we come into our act break, and once we leave it, uh, we're back in the flashback, and uh, Akane hands Inukai some... Chocolates? Which are very big.
1: truffles. I make chocolates like that.
0: Not that good. I've never gotten a truffle like three times the size of this woman's (laughs) thumb.
1: Apparently you just haven't been living, Joe.
0: Ah, I know. So there are some uh, indications that Akane is very powerful. Inukai basically says, this isn't easy for someone who, at your age, like for magic casting. And Akane just says like, yeah, I was just fucking around and hey, look- here are chocolates that turn people into animals. You should totally have one. I dare you. No, I'm not drunk enough for that.
1: <laughs> Foreshadowing! And then we cut to Inakai waking
2: up on a bench. <laughs> yeah. As a dog person? Yep. Dun, dun, dun. She's an anthroshebe, and she's super, super cute. She's like the cutest. It's a really cute design. I like it a lot. And the little birds like pecking at her tail, and it just goes swish. <laughs>
0: And then she says she hates alcohol, which I think is where Travis didn't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna say, say hateful things, so Inukai like walks
0: up to a pond, like gets a good look at herself, freaks out, and I love that it transitions like into black and white. And then pulls back into them at, like, the same park, like, in the modern day. And that's the transition. Yeah, process. the
2: transitions and backgrounds and character movements in this show are just beautiful. It's such a labor of love. And you don't really get to see a lot of that these days in, uh, in shoujo anime. Hmm. Like People are, are able to be expressive.
0: There's another thing I was just reminded of. There's a candle. Like, it's such a small thing, but there's, like, a candle at her table... And oh, the flame! Even just the way the flame is animated—yeah, so pretty. It really is.
2: There is a lot of like fluidity of motion in this animation that I just—it's so soothing.
0: And uh, as as we'll get onto a bit, like it's juxtaposed a lot stylistically for goofs, like when people freak out, like it's almost like static with just like rapid mouth movement as opposed to like how fluid the characters move in just the normal times. Yeah, it
2: it reminds me a lot of the 90s Sailor Moon anime where it can just go from being like <laughs> when the when the Sailor Moon animators had like budget for like the big episodes, they had absolutely beautiful animation, but in the exact same scene they can have some of that fluid, graceful uh motion work and then like 2 seconds later just have super distorted Usagi screaming and like she's got that weird hashtag thing on her forehead and like i I love that range like it takes its job seriously but it doesn't take itself too seriously that's
0: probably the best way to put it like there's so much detail in even just like the backgrounds and animation for backgrounds that it's like they could have gone very simple on this there is not much to this show like set designs are kind of similar like it all looks like it takes place in this kind of rural Uh, Japanese village, but there's just so much, like, attention paid to detail.
2: It's very immersive. Yeah. Like, that's the reason why I like it so much, because when I watch Flying Witch, I feel like I can actually inhabit this world. It feels so grounded and so real. And even the magic, the way they treat it, like, you can see Mako opening her, uh, her witch kit, and, like, everything is in little jars, and it's, like, measured out and portioned, and you can see the individual steps that she goes through, and like it's it's more like watching somebody cook a meal than watching somebody work magic and it makes it so easy to believe in this magic
0: yeah i definitely agree yeah in this kind of scene like makoto has taken inukai back to the house she's staying at and i love chinatsu's mom just looking at this dog face woman is just like oh she's very cute
2: yeah uh chinatsu and kei's mom just doesn't give a fuck like she is she takes everything so <laughs> stoically and it freaks everybody else out when something weird happens. They're like, oh, my God, what's mom going to think about this? And then Kay's is like, she's not going to care because Kay's is old enough and he's seen enough that like Kay kind of acts as the guide character in this. Like Makoto is studying to be a witch, but she's also a young woman. like She's still a child and she doesn't know really how to take care of herself, how to be self-reliant. Uh, how to do the basic mundane tasks of living on your own. And Kei is kind of not because he has to because he has two loving parents who support and take care of their children. And it's a very loving and supportive family, but because K is incredibly domestic, and that's what he enjoys. So more often than not, uh Kei is the one teaching Makoto how to adult. And then uh Makoto sort of fumbles through magic on her own which is what she's supposed to be doing it's why she's not still with her immediate family being taught by them this is like the sink or swim part of her training right and how how old is Kay?
0: because like anime character designs are weird like he could be 16 or 35
2: <laughs> i think he's mako's age maybe slightly older i know that they're in the same uh the same cooking class in school so they're about the same age. Uh K is just he enjoys domestic things and he's really interested in it and he's the son of a farmer and he's very invested in taking over for his father when he gets old and running the farm himself and it's it's the life that he likes to live which is amazing because you never get to see guys being super domestic in anime and K does a lot of the mothering in this show. Like he's the mom friend. <laughs> and then that gives you know Chinatsu <laughs> Licensed to be kind of wild and flighty and flitter from interest to interest to interest as she sort of finds herself and it gives Mako something stable while she's figuring out her own life. And it provides like a balance and a contrast to Akane, who shows up a bit later in the episode, And who is like the anti-K. <laughs> yeah,
0: so they've uh, brought Inukai back and Makoto is going to work on some sort of treatment.
2: She's going to try to reverse Akane's spell. Right.
0: So she does this by putting stuff into a cauldron, and they make, like, a reference that's, like, this is the Japanese thing for this. I don't know what it is in, like, America, but, like, she just, like, drops those, like, rainbow drops.
2: Yeah, they're they're little, like, uh, star candies that... Uh, I- I've seen them in things like Hentaro and other, like, shows aimed at, uh, at young girls. I-, I think they're, like, a popular candy in Japan. They just kind of look like little... Like, explosions. Teeny, tiny, sugary, pastel-colored explosions. And I think they're called Star Candy.
0: Actually, before that, we get, like, what I can only assume is Makoto's familiar. Just, like, trotting down like this little black cat and glaring at a hamster. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the shit out of you, but not right now. <laughs> um,
2: let's see. I think uh, Makoto's cat's name is Chito, and I think Akane's cat's name is Teddy. And, like, Akane is Japanese, just like Mako is, but uh, she's coded kind of in foreigner uh, shorthand with her character design. She's, like, got dark brown skin to indicate that she's been, you know, traveling places with a lot of sun and gotten a tan. She's got white hair, which I think is supposed to, like, symbolize that her hair has been bleached by the sun. She has uh, an Anglo-Saxon name for her familiar, which indicates she's been probably to the UK or the US or Canada and everything about her is that she travels around and she doesn't really have a stable life she's more of a nomad and makoto is much more of like a homebody who's much more about building a a circle of friends and a support group around her and akane is much 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 better able to cope with being alone and in unfamiliar surroundings
0: yeah it's cool even like small details like that are just shown through character designs because a lot of time just to show foreigners it's Slightly darker skin and blonde platinum white hair, <laughs> sort of deal. And I mean, Makoto is like—I don't want to say like typical anime she, girl. She is
2: drawn very basic. Like she's drawn the way you expect. Uh, like she's not drawn like an anime protagonist. She's drawn like an anime background character. Yeah. Like she's got black hair. She's got. Like, she doesn't have any weird markings on her skin. She dresses very conservatively. One thing that I really love about this anime that I've noticed a number of times is that when you see the girls wearing, like, looser fitting clothes, you can actually see them drape off of their breasts rather than hugging to them like a sock. And it actually behaves like fabric does, which gives you this, like, immediate sense, oh, these are actual women and not, you know, fanservice models, <laughs> like, <laughs> their clothes actually behave the way fabric does. And they're not, you know, sexualized. And their outfits are what you would expect an actual human female to wear. I
0: mean, except for maybe the dog person. Like, I don't know many people that want to wear that.
2: <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't mind that scene with uh with Inukai and Akane on the bench. Because, like, Inukai is super, super drunk. And Akane is super, super drunk. And they're adult women. And they're like, they're they're just being stupid and silly and not paying attention or caring. Like they dressed up to look nice, but they dressed up in clothes that don't really conform to a lot of movements. And you can just see that, like, I know that girl. I know so many women like that. Like you just, they, they get drunk and they just kind of throw decorum out the window. And it's like, it's believable. And they're also like, they're not drawn from a sexy perspective. They're drawn to kind of look ridiculous, but they're also, like, super beautiful, so it doesn't fully translate, because everyone in anime is super beautiful.
0: We skipped ahead a little bit, because Inokai does eat one of these candies and just become a dog. Yep, She is Andoge doge. <laughs> Suddenly a doge. Uh, and then, hey, uh, this uh, Akane, who we've talked a lot about, shows up on the scene, just floating in
2: all cash. Yep. Akane <laughs> does everything cash. walks in what's up people you got any beer kane floats in on a broomstick like ain't no thing
0: i i love like the aggressively casual thing in like the place of you turned a woman into a dog (laughs) she's very mad at that and then there's like a terrifying scene of like this whole dog head taking up the background like shaded all weird and red eyes
2: because, like I said, they're not afraid to, to branch out and, and play with character designs and models. So then we get the full
0: story of how Inokai turned into a dog, which is they were both super drunk, <laughs> she was very hungry, <laughs> yep. and she remembered chocolate.
1: Ah, <laughs> drunk munchies. The downfall.
2: <laughs> she was three sheets to the wind and, and hungry. I don't know if either
0: of you were concerned about this um, she ate chocolate and then turned into a dog is she like still digesting that is she going to die I'm suddenly very worried well, for she, her
2: it's a year later and she's fine <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing she digested the chocolate while she was human and then became doge
0: I don't know I was just very concerned for a moment
2: <laughs> also she's anthro doge yeah I mean
0: hmm I don't want to get into furry biology
2: um, I'm just saying, like, one, if she does have dog biology, she's a very large dog. She's like, <laughs> uh, from foot to shoulder, she's like five feet. And the chocolates she ate were clearly milk chocolates, not dark chocolates. And a dog that size with chocolate that that's far from the base cacao will probably be fine, even if you don't account like for any kind of residual human biology.
0: Heck, I was making a goof, but that's actual science, maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I used to be a dog groomer. Ah. Oh I used God. to work with dogs, and I grew up with animals, and I've had, like, the, the the scares when a dog would get into some chocolate. So the kind of
0: ending of the episode is uh, a kind of saying that it'll wear off eventually, uh, you just have to be patient. And uh, it's nighttime, and Inukai is thanking everyone. Uh, And I think she said earlier that, like, at night she turns back into human. Right, her regular form. She raises her head from this bow, and (laughs) I love that Akane's just, I hate her. She's very cute. I'm so (laughs) mad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I say that to my girlfriends all the time.
0: (laughs) And then she gets on a broom and flies away. Uh, We take in, again, like, this gorgeous scenery at night. With like incredible light direction, it's all the show so like looks so good.
2: It's very pretty,
0: and uh, we we finally get a look of Yunokai and she cute, I guess. <laughs> and then we hit the uh, we hit the ending credits, which were again much like the rest of the show, very pleasant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's oh god, this show is invaluable when you have a a really bad day. like I'm sicker than I've been in recent memory and this is making me feel better just watching it back anime
0: helps people
2: Uh. (laughs) and Joe and I are over here in our our squee corner and Travis is like meh
1: (laughs) slice of life will will never be for me I don't think I I want a story about things and that is never going to happen in slice of life (laughs) the
2: story is about lots of things it's just not about a central plot,
1: like if you went to a, a a company and like tried to write a novel that was slice of life novel, the editors would tell you to get the fuck I mean, unless out unless
2: you're in Japan
1: and never show up at the at the company again.
2: Like, now there are slice of life like uh visual novels and slice of life novel- novels as well. It is largely manga and anime, though.
1: Yeah, because if you were to try to do this with just written word. It'd be like if you took all the interesting parts out of anything by George R. R. Martin, and it was all just flags and food then, and none of the other interaction so, like, that's, happened.
2: That's why I love Slice of Life so much, because it scratches an itch that Western media just doesn't for me, where like I watch things like Star Trek and Star Wars, and yeah, the, the story is interesting and everything, but I fixate on like the background characters and the incidental characters, and I'm like okay, but what are their lives like? What, what is it like to live in this environment without being directly tied to this big story? And I've always, always wanted that. And I didn't think that anybody anywhere did it. And I was so depressed that I'd never get to actually experience a story like that. And then I found Aria the Animation, which was my first ever slice of life anime. And I was like, oh my God, all my prayers are answered. <laughs> I just get to see what people living in an extraordinary situation gets to look like.
1: I'm super glad you're into it. There's more for you then. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I'm, I'm crazy about world building, and I often find myself feeling like the story gets in the way of the world building when I'm reading <laughs> or watching something, and I, I just get frustrated because, like, I want to know what their tax system is like. <laughs> I want to know what the average day of a working woman is. I want to know how their clothes are put together. Like, I'm the kind of person who uh, who watches YouTube videos, like, how to dress a... 1800s working woman Like I just I want these glimpses into a into a life that I can't relate to and Slice of Life does that and literally nothing else does so I love it to pieces
0: I, I don't think it needs to be stated anymore I am a huge fan of Slice of Life <laughs> yeah I feel like it's just one of those things where I wouldn't say that for the rest of my life I'd only watch Slice of Life oh god no <laughs> yeah it's nice to take a break from you know things with stakes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like it's it's nice to just follow somebody's existence for a while. It's transportative.
0: And We will never be able to turn Travis on this, but I'm so glad that we got to talk about this because no. it fun and I liked it a lot.
2: No, but I am going to further torment him next week. Oh no! Oh no! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I found the perfect anime for Travis.
0: <laughs> oh boy!
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So with that in mind. Travis, would you like to do
1: that thing? Uh, Hold on, (laughs) let let me try here. I I gotta clear the throat a little bit. A little under the weather. Next time on WTF Anime. It's like a sandpapery Tom Waits.
2: (laughs) Is he the the, It's Not Unusual guy?
0: That's Tom Jones. They're two very different people.
2: (laughs) I don't know from singers. One is
0: a Welsh sex icon. The other is my sex icon. (laughs) Anyway.
2: (laughs) So what are we watching next week? Well, I know how much Travis loves Slice of Life after seeing uh, at least two examples of it now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I know how much he absolutely loves shows that take place in Japanese high schools.
1: It's not that I hate them. It's that (laughs) they need to pick any fucking other place. So
2: I found one that combines both. (laughs) Oh, boy. You are going to watch (laughs) School Live, which looks like School Live when you see it written out. School hyphen L-I-V-E exclamation mark. Episode 1.
1: There we go. Episode Mm 1. Be sure to tune in and listen to us talk about stuff that's kind of happening, but not really.
2: (laughs) Get ready for a pink-haired girl with a kitty hat.
1: (laughs) I'm always ready for a pink-haired girl with a kitty
2: hat. And a Sheba puppy.
1: (gasps) And some cute dogs. Two sheepers
0: in a row. Oh, Danielle, you mm-hmm. blessed us. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. A Shiba puppy with the cutest name, and a pink-haired girl with a kitty cat hat.
1: Joe, your your cup runneth over. Oh, so good. Uh, if, if if
0: there are silver-haired anime boys in this, like we found my, my perfect anime.
2: <laughs> I will have to keep looking. <laughs> uh this this is very much a shoujo anime it's all girl it's just girl it's pink and it's sugar and it's flowers and hearts and it's girl
0: all right then so should we do some business
2: yeah that
1: sounds like a plan so joe uh if they want to hit you we're gonna get you uh so if
0: you'd like to follow the show uh get updates when we're releasing episodes you can follow us on twitter at WTF anime Show. um and if you'd like to be a guest, you can either DM us there or email us at wtfanimeshow at gmail.com. And I can forever and always be found tweeting about my love of men in 3 piece suits and capes and masks in a wrestling ring. Wrestle Kingdom 12 is so good, you guys. Uh, and that is at
1: the Joe Hatfield. Uh, Travis, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters at DiceLobber. D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And Danielle, uh, you got any projects, or where can they find you? Um,
2: I don't have anything currently published, I just kind of started working on some stuff, but I am on Twitter at Pennin underscore Inc, P-E-N-N-I-N-K, well no, P-E-N-N-I-N underscore I-N-K, which I've had since, like, high school. I'm usually way better at this, I'm just super feverish right now.
0: That's fine. Uh, we'll edit it out so you sound very professional. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All of us are, are going to sound brilliant. Actually, Joe's not going to put that much effort in for me. I'm going to sound like an asshole,
2: but... I'm just going to sound like a sick woman. <laughs> Danielle, thanks so much for coming on.
0: Um, it was an absolute pleasure having you on.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm I'm not yeah. sure if I want to come back for school, live or if I just want to sit back and listen as oh. Travis curses my name.
0: Look, I know what he's in for. You might want to move... You're in the same state, he will find <laughs> you, and he will kill you.
2: <laughs> oh, oh boy. so you watched it, then? Uh, so I might have done some research. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, think he's ready? I mean, you have been training him for months now.
1: <laughs> Actually, over a year.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oron was a breakthrough, and we've never quite reached that peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that does it. Um, yeah. So, bye? I, I <laughs> guess
1: we should say bye.
0: And Travis dropped. I'm just gonna hope he says bye and stops his recording. <laughs>